eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, Welcome in to Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. I have no idea what's getting ready to happen on today's episode of the podcast. That's because executive producer of the show, Tony Gill, said, me and Campy should be on the podcast once a week. And I was like, I don't want to have to make extra work for you guys. So they are here with me in the studio, and I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. What's up, people? Hello. Thanks Glad for having us. Yeah, finally. Glad to be. How long have you been doing low dailies? For six oh. months. Oh. It's been six months. Oh, Heat there. Oh, finally? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, you guys, I wasn't trying to make extra work for you guys. I already asked you to do too much anyway. So I wasn't like, yeah, you guys also got to be on the podcast once a week. Like, that's that's kind of a jerk move. Like, I want you guys to be able to go home after the show is over. But I, I've always felt like Loho Daily is an extension of our on-the-air show. So I was like, yeah, it would make sense. You know, for Loho Daily listeners to get a you know an inside look at what we do. Okay, like well then, so. then let's talk about something that we haven't we talked about to whiteboard this for you who's listening. I can talk to Tony and Campy during the show while the show is going on, and you can't hear it. I have something that's called a talkback, so they can talk in my ear. I can talk in their ear. Like, let's say we're in a commercial break, or I'm talking to a guest, and the guest is answering the question. I can say, hey, Tony, can you turn this up, or can you find this piece of sound? Well, what happened yesterday in the talkback is we had to have a conversation about pizza toppings because Tony, for some reason, doesn't like pepperoni. Yeah, not a fan. Why? A fan. Um, It's all right. Uh, I made the reference to Campy that it's the bologna of pizza <laughs> toppings. Oh my and God. I don't dislike bologna, you know, but if it's the <laughs> last option and I don't have to pay for it, then yeah, it's fine. But in terms of just what reigns supreme is sausage because one, it's versatile. Two, it's it's just a better quality meat than pepperoni. What do you mean versatile? Yeah, like we're talking about just be, as a pizza topping. But because I know pepperoni isn't a great topping, is because I don't see other people use pepperoni as frequently as sausage. People love sausage and its uses, I, so it's on. just a better meat than pepperoni. I looked this up. Pepperoni is on one third of all pizzas. Correct. Mm-hmm. All pizzas. Now, it only listed the number for pepperoni, so I don't have the reference point, but the most popular topping in the country. That's a shame. 
What are we doing? The thing is, I, your versatility thing is the first thing you go to, and it doesn't make a damn bit of sense because yeah. we're talking about only as a pizza topping. How is sausage more versatile? I don't understand you, what you're you, even trying you to say. You haven't had it in, like, spaghetti? We're Italian talking about sausage? But, you, but you're talking about why you don't like it on pizza. Well, no, I'm saying just as a, as a also, meat Also, by entity. the way, I would just like to point out mm-hmm. that the two of you don't even realize that you don't need to move the microphone. That oh, you yeah, can yeah. keep we it just... in the same spot <laughs> yeah, because we're in a super small room, but because there's only one audio jack, you guys can't even. Or is are there two? No, you no, could have your headphones not, in, here, right? No. It's just one. It's just the one. You guys can you can stay. You can lean back, and everyone's still going to be able to hear you. Aren't you guys in charge of the audio on the show? <laughs> it's a, it's a habit now, right? Well, yeah, but normally you want to maximize how good it is for each you know for each individual person. Right. In the other studio, there's a mic for everybody, so it just like offends the sensibilities of especially you know when you're taught in the business, you know, make the you know the hang loose sign or whatever and put it up to your mouth, and that's how far away you should be, but it should be directly there with a the mic screen on. It also like you guys can't hear yourselves, and that's the problem. Yeah. That you can't hear how clearly you're already coming True. through. I know. Yeah, I've got like probably. one eye on the waveform over here. So it's like, it's not perfect, but it's at least like easily. It's going to be yeah, compressed it's and it's going to be totally fine. I know. I should know. Like I've done this multiple times with different, like four different oh, yeah. people. So I should know. Unbelievable. It's just, it's just habit now at this point. Here, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll turn you guys up so that you can see the, the wave be a little bit higher. Yeah, man. It's like uh, I, just, I just always felt like pepperoni was overrated. It's like, why are you getting pepperoni when the better option is obviously sausage, you know? Except pepperoni's great because – and it's also – it depends on do you like the crispy pepperoni or like me where I would rather have the pepperoni underneath the cheese. Hmm. That's that's, that's my style. Yeah. Because... I do like the crispy pepperoni. Okay. I'm a fan of that. Okay. But, but when you get – part of my issue with Tony – in general or with this? In general, when it comes to food, okay. is quality control. Yeah. I feel like Tony has not had enough good, like, high-quality foods. Mm-hmm. And because of which, he has bad takes. Like, pepperoni <laughs> is not good. If he did have high-quality, crispy pepperoni on a pizza, he'd be like, man, that is delicious. If he had had a steak... From someplace other than Outback, no disrespect, <laughs> Outback, he would have a better appreciation for. I was thinking right. about it's Outback Steakhouse, right? So I was thinking about this this week that we should, you know, how we did brunch with with Jason Leisure. Mm-hmm. I think our next brunch should actually be like a place where we could get good steak and eggs. Like, it should be, like, Gibson's. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. Like, we go there, and then Tony could have, like, a real steak. And then he can be, like, or even a great, like, a, a, like a place like Pancho Pistola. Okay. Where, where it's a Mexican place that is great skirt steak that he can have while we're sitting there eating eggs and talking about football. Then he might go, oh, this is different I than what's going on at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I don't think mm-hmm. there's a steak known to man that will make me want to pay $70 for a steak. Well, there's a difference between, th- like, there's somewhere between the 1999 at Outback and $70. <laughs> like, you can find a happy middle ground where you'll get a really nice steak. At, the, at this one, it's just, like, principle. It's like, why is this meat that is so, like, just That sounds prevalent? like stubborn. But, but you haven't <laughs> tasted it yet, so you don't know why. Does it, does it taste like $70? Yes. Yes. Mm. If you get if you go to McCormick and Schmick or 
or you you go to um, Hugo's Frog Bar because they're right next to Gibson's. They share the same kitchen and stuff. Or the Chicago Firehouses, which is where maybe we should probably go for, for brunch, and you have a steak there, you'll be able to taste the difference. And you'll be like, oh, like there's nothing wrong with a steak from Outback or from Chili's. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's different. And if you don't taste the difference, that's on you. I mean, my, my <laughs> thing is, like, why is certain food, like, so expensive? Like, we put this premium on lobster, and lobster are, like, the cockroaches of the sea. Like, they eat, like, crap. And if we, you don't and like lobster, costs, like, I, I understand well, I'm not that. saying that I don't like lobster or I don't like steak. It's just the value that we put into certain foods. It's crazy to me. Well, my, my issue, again, is quality. It's a quality control issue. You get a lobster from Red Lobster, it's going to be fine. You're going to enjoy it. You're not going to walk away going, that was terrible. Now, you get a lobster from Joe's Stone Crab, it's a different experience that you're going to have with the lobster. And that's my issue with steak. Like, it, I'm a proponent of, so like when I texted you guys when I was at Madden's this weekend, yeah. and I was blown away by the burger. Madden's Post. Madden's Post. I was blown away by the burger because of the quality of it. A lot of times you go to places that are kind of not, – not that Madden's Post is a sports bar, but clearly it's kind of themed that way. It's a family sports bar type places. A high-end sports bar. Yeah, uh, no doubt. A lot of times those places have burgers that are really great. And then you go to a steakhouse and you get a burger there and you're like, oh, it's a different quality of meat mm-hmm. that I'm I'm consuming. And it's the same type of deal. The steak that you get at Outback is fine. It's going to be a different quality of meat when you go to Gibson's. It just is. And you're going to be able to taste it. You're going to go, oh. Now, I'm not saying that Tony ever in his life is going to buy the Wagyu steak. Like, you're not probably ever going to do that. I'm probably not either, to be honest. (laughs) And, you know, neither am I. But where do we go? Where's the place where they have the, uh, the butter cake at? The, the, like that's the thing. The but it's a steakhouse. Oh. I went there for my Mel took me there for my birthday, and it was, it was one of those meals where the bill came, and I was like, yeah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I am completely, totally, totally willing to pay for that because yeah. it was super good. You know what's funny? I was uh, I was reading this article, Chicago um, Cut. That's important. Yeah. Chicago Cut. Um, and it it was it listed by state like how much. It takes to go on a date, and mm-hmm. Illinois was like in the top like five, at like a hundred and fifty dollars plus. I mean, it's partially I taxes. Like, wow, wow. Yeah. This may be the reason why I don't go out on as many dates as I. Don't What's the most money you spend on a date? Um, probably like for the entire date, or just one sitting for the date. Probably like seventy bucks. Okay, I mean that's. That's a good number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's During fine. the date, were you counting how much money you were spending? In my head, yeah. Oh God. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm I'm poor, but I've budgeted mm-hmm. enough to where I'm like, you know what? Wherever this date ends up going, we'll make it work. So you're saying you you shouldn't have it? Like I have a range. You know, you have a budget. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Like, I, I adjust. Like, I'll see what she's getting first. And then, oh, you're getting the lobster, huh? Um, 
I'll have the uh, soup. the lemon water and soup. Yep. <laughs> Might have a soup, but can you bring some more bread to the table? Right. Yep. So yeah, I, I definitely have a range. You know, I'm I'm not saying like it's it, I'm super duper cheap, but I'm frugal. Yeah, we guess that. We guess, <laughs> but you're supposed to be like when you're when you're young and you're trying to make it, and you're supposed to be smart with your money. Yeah, and you're not supposed to be doing bottle service and stuff and all that because it's going to end up you're going to be like if you have to keep up with the Joneses in that regard you're going to end up broke oh I have no No. fear now that's something that's interesting you know about you because you are you know famous Mm. you know and you do you know you do well for yourself I do all right. (laughs) so like don't be counting my money <laughs> so, like, when you when you do go out, or let's say you do get noticed, do people like expect you to kind of do the most when you're out, you know, in public? I mean, pr- from a personality standpoint, I'm not the do the most guy anyway. Like, I rarely go to clubs, and if I do go to clubs, like, I'll buy drinks for the people that I'm with, but I'm not like the boss. Like, me and Golf used to do this all the time. Golf is a bottle service dude, oh, but, yeah. but Jason mm-hmm. knows everybody. Like Jason, like he get like people give him stuff. They don't give me stuff because I'm I don't care. I'm gonna have everyone knows I'm gonna have one drink and leave. So so it doesn't happen. But I will say that what's changed now for me is when when Mel and I first started dating, Mel was working at a bar because she you know she's a bartender. She always had cash, so I was broke because I was Tony back then when we first met. So I didn't have any money, but now that I have money, now that I have a little bit of change, like we can go have the the three hundred dollar dinner or whatever at Chicago Cut, and I'm not gonna be stressing out about it. It's fun to now like, and she'd be like, "Oh, well, I used to pay for everything." I'm like, "Everything back in the day was still <laughs> us going to Al's Beef." You know what I mean? Like, so, so let's not get it twisted. But but it it is nice to have that moment where you can. If you want to splurge on something, you can. Like, that's a, a good perk of it. But some of that comes from saving money, too. Mm. But I I used to try to hang with Goff in a Batacola, and I was like, this is not – I can't hang at all with these guys. I'm going to go home and watch college football. That's going to be the end of my night. Yeah. No thing. Yeah, like, for me now, I've hit the point where and maybe it's because I have a mortgage now and everything. My getting crazy is – Let's go to the liquor store, get that 30-pack of Natterdays, watch some football. <laughs> or if it's a week, we actually hit a point this week where we had, we were, we were like New Orleans. We had plenty of plenty of booze, no water. Oh. And, and like, our building has, like, older pipes, so we're kind of iffy on if we want to trust the tap water. You don't, so, want, to, you, you don't want to have to be on a boil order? Yeah, I'd rather not. So we were like... I guess we're just thirsty, so we're going for Natterdays today. I mean, we're that's, classy. That's the call. That 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 is the call. <laughs> I I just will say that Tony, you need to experience more stuff, man. You just need you just need to experience. And man, I know it's... that the experiences cost money, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you a steak. Like that's gonna happen, <laughs> so you can understand. Like you know what's gonna what my favorite moment is gonna be when they bring him an actual steak knife. Not yeah. like the steak knife that he's used to <laughs> at Chili's and Outback. Oh, so there was one time a couple years ago uh, when I was working the Spiegel and Parkins show where I forget what the context was where we were talking about 
about actually getting steaks and whatever. So someone from Gibson's was listening, offered to bring us steaks or bring us meals, whatever it ended up being. And they gave us, each of us, a signature Gibson's steak knife. Get out of here. Which So they treated us incredible. And I still have that thing because that thing is legit. I mean, you could do damage with that thing. <laughs> you, can't, you can't beat that. That's a right. quality gift from someone. And the carrot cake they brought, too. They brought the, like, whole carrot cake. That's probably what this, like... A couple feet tall, yeah. almost. Tony, have you seen the desserts at Gibson's? Uh, I have not. I have, I, I don't I haven't been to Gibson's. Oh, I, I keep forgetting. Come I mean, on, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a poor millennial. To be fair, the last time I was there was for the uh, the party after Doug's service. That was oh, the last yeah, time was, I was there. Yeah, and that was a, that was both a different thing. Melancholy and fun. Yeah, considering you know the the life of Doug before. I was thinking about Doug the other day. Um, because of the him falling in love with the adapt or die yep. thing from Moneyball. I kept thinking about that as it has to do with the Cubs, that they kind of need to adapt or die. We're not going to talk about sports. We're going to keep talking about what else you want to talk about, Tony? What what else is on your mind? Because um, we're already, like, longer than most Loho Daily episodes <laughs> are. But you're you're an interesting person that people want to know more about, so we can go a little longer. Um. I don't know. I just, you know, it's funny when we when we come in here. I've always have like, you know, just random thoughts oh, and just just thinking about just life, just in general. And Did you, you have random good thoughts at some point. Um, <laughs> to me, that they're good. Like the, how my thought process operates, and I think it's what makes me me is trying to okay, what's the other options of this one thing that everybody agrees on. And why can't we just think about the other options that are available? My problem with you on that is that that's your default setting. It is. Your default yeah. setting is everyone else is wrong. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that that's not a, a good way to go about things because mm-hmm. oftentimes there will be things that are um, collectively agreed upon mm-hmm. that maybe you don't like. And it's okay for you to not like them. But you're like, this has to be terrible because everyone likes it. <laughs> right. I don't like peanut butter because I've tasted it plenty of times and I think it's terrible as opposed to, well, I know everybody else really likes peanut butter, so I'm going to say it's terrible. It is terrible. Peanut butter is. Peanut butter is amazing. I'm looking forward to getting home because I'm going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, man. Oh, you still eat those? Mm. Hell yeah, I do. Those are delicious. I had a a jelly sandwich last week. Yeah? Mm. Grape jelly? Uh, I was a male sandwich sandwich guy. Well, back in the day, what I used to love. Syrup sandwich. Mayo is awful. Oh, what? Mayo is terrible. What? That's crazy. Mayo Mayo and Miracle Whip. The only time that mayo is good is inside of Portillo's chocolate cake. Yeah. What? Oh, wait a minute. Did I just blow your mind, Tony? Why would they do that? Yeah, it's part of how they make the cake. They put mayo in there? Yes. Like just, uh, just slap some mayo. No, they don't. You don't get the cake and then they put. It's in. I mean, it's it's eggs it's and oil, so it's that's what mayonnaise is. So mm. yeah, they, I mean, I don't. I'm not a fan of chocolate cake in general, but the Portillo's yeah. chocolate cake is kind of the gold standard of chocolate cake. At least from a you know, you can just go and get it. Like Sweet Mandy B's, like a place like mm. that where they do like the buttercream frosting. Mm. But yeah, like that's that was kind of the the hidden secret about the Portillo's chocolate cake is that it had mayo in it. And some people are like, well, mm. but you love mayo though. I do love mayo, but not in cake. Yeah, it messes up the whole context, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. but mayo just in general though, it's it's, it's an excellent condiment. 
No. No. Actually, Jay has said the one way he'll do mayo is if instead of using butter, you use that to make uh, like a grilled cheese. You put the mayo on the outside. That's interesting. I've Ooh. seen that done before. Yeah, like I haven't done it myself, but he said it gives just a little different taste that he's down with. Huh. So is this going to be every week that we're just going to talk about food? Because I feel like that's the I'm Fat podcast. I mean, yeah, it'll be we, something we different. Did, we did record one today. so Yeah, that's just... yeah I think it'll be something different every week. I think this is the first... This is a good first episode. I'm looking forward to my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a bag of Cheetos for lunch. Mm, what kind of Cheetos? Just regular. I'm I'm a Generation Xer. I don't yeah. I don't need uh, puffs. Oh, I like puffs. Puffs are good. Shout out to puffs. puffs. Puff Daddy. Um, I don't like the the flaming hots. Like I just don't get it. I've always felt like those were. I don't get it. Like population control. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, yeah. look, look, I have said that part of my mayoral platform is that I'm going to ban them. Like, I'm mm-hmm. banning those and uh, honey buns for children. Well, no. They're out. Governor. Because remember, we're making That's the right. state of Chicago. The governor of yeah. the state of Chicago. Uh-huh. When I become governor of the state of Chicago, honey buns for, for children and flaming Hots are out. They're out of here. Yeah, like, I when I tried it as a kid, because I'm not a fan of spicy or hot things. So when I tried it as a kid, I'm like, this doesn't taste like it's supposed to be in my body. <laughs> but kids, they, they will swear by it. They'll be like, oh, man, try it. And kids will eat it every day. I'm like, I don't think we, what a, it belongs in there. That is a wonderful answer to the question of whether or not I should keep eating this. <laughs> this doesn't feel like it should be going into right. my body. That's great. I wish I had that in college. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, really great. That's a great way to look at it. This doesn't taste like I should be doing this. Yeah, I always kind of been that kid, too. Like that, we're like, oh, Tony doesn't know what he's talking about or something like that. I've always been this guy, you know? So it's just weird. It's like, nah, no, I'll I'll take this out and you can, I'll throw this away. You can have this back. I feel like that's. By the way, the status of our vending machine down here. It's bad. It's not Oof. good. It used to be solid. They used to have like the Sour Patch watermelons oh, in there. Yeah, and they only had great. like two varieties of Cheetos instead of four where it's mm-hmm. like they got the, was it the. Um, the jalapeno. The jalapeno cheddar. And then they have like the flaming Hot Ranch or something yeah. in there now. It's, get this out of here. You're trying too hard. Can, can you just give me a choice of having the originals? Like, just, yes. just give mm-hmm, me regular mm-hmm. Cheetos, regular Doritos. If you want to go Cool Ranch, go Cool Ranch. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. But just, those need, the establishment things need yeah. to be there. And then right. I should have my choices. Right. I'm just going to go get Cheetos from the venomous. Hopefully they have just the regular ones yeah. in there. And, and get your tropical Skittles out of my face. I, forever. <laughs> No one wants those. <laughs> I am a fan of all Skittles except for that, like, flaming Hot version of Skittles. Yeah, Wait, those that's a weird. thing? Yeah. yeah. I accidentally got those one time, and I was livid. They are bad. You should be. That's, that is they false were, advertising. They are, Awful. Yeah, they're not good. I think, are they the ones, black packaging? Yeah, black. Okay. I was like, oh, man, cool, new flavor. I didn't even read the thing. You start I was just, them into your new mouth flavor and... of Skittles, and well, I was like, uh, no, I don't like this. Doesn't belong to my body. <laughs> I mean, is reading is kind of essential though for stuff. I mean, but Skittles though, you 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 have a what Skittles are supposed to be. Yeah. It's not supposed to be that. No. Were you guys happy with the Joe interview? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can say no. Like I'm not going to get <laughs> right. mad. Oh no, I was just waiting to see if Tony was going first. But no, I I liked it because Joe was good with 
being political about it, but also more than leaving the door open. Yep. Which, you know, for what it sure seems like the reality is, he could have very much just kind of started, you know, kept pushing that rock down the hill a little further and been like, well, yeah, wherever I am, or phrase something along those lines, but he kept it, you know, generic with the being very optimistic. He loves the city. He said he, why he loves the city, the fans, the stadium, all of it. So he made his case to stay. So it's fully, uh, it's just 100%, even though he said it's a two-way street, leaving it on the front office to be like, I'm still very much willing to be here if you want me. I enjoyed the interview. I enjoy all the Joe's interviews and our interactions with Joe when he comes on our show because I think he genuinely, Genuinely loves our show and yeah. how we do things. It's been a it's been a really like that to me has been probably the most satisfying part of it is that mm-hmm. Joe's interested. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it, he could you know I've I've heard coaches' shows or managers' shows and the person's just there to be beat up on if things are going bad. Joe is willing to play, like he's mm-hmm. he gets the it's a radio show. It's not yep. just mm-hmm. the manager's show. Like right. he's entertaining. Yeah, and and he he gets that, and it's it's made it a lot of fun for me because I didn't know what I knew that Joe would be good from. He's going to give you baseball information. You're going to learn baseball. I wasn't expecting initially that he was going to be this good for our show and willing to be weird like your idea of the box of questions for Joe. Tony was brilliant, and he. He looks forward to that. Mm-hmm. He every week he looks forward to that. Yeah, it was. I knew Joe like from our from just listening to him talk these last you know four years, four year, five years, or whatever. Um, I he's an interesting guy, and he enjoys talking other things than baseball. Again, he'll give you the baseball information if that's what you want, but he also he'll again he'll play with you a little bit. He'll play, and and that's what I enjoy most about. You know the inter- uh, the interviews. Now, one thing Rick Camp gets on me a lot is just reacting to that one listener. You know, oh, ask him a tough question, and yeah. da, 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 da. that that infuriate me infuriates me to no end because they act like you haven't been asking those questions. It's yeah. like they don't listen. It's it's because. There's no yelling back and forth, or because it doesn't feel combative, he's not asking a tough question, and that's not true whatsoever. Right. And, it, and it makes me so mad when I see it because also it's not just like the tech, the one texter, right. you know, that texts it in. Like I get the emails too. Like, oh, how come Lawrence isn't, you know, uh, asking tougher how questions? Not, how, I like, how am I not yelling so, and screaming right, at Joe? Right. And it's like, no, are you listening to the interviews? Like what all I, the <laughs> stuff that you're trying to. You're thinking I'm not getting to, I'm getting to. Yes. I'm doing it in in a different way. Yeah. And in a conversational way. That's the goal. We're inviting Joe into our house. That's how Mm -hmm. I look at it. Mm -hmm. Every week, Joe is invited into our house. And the last thing we need to do is interrogate Joe while he's a, a guest in our home. That doesn't mean that we can't talk to him about big issues. I literally asked Joe if he was afraid that he was going to get fired or if 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 the way the the Cubs were playing early in the season reflected poorly on him mm-hmm. just because I didn't go Joe you should be fired. It <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't right. mean that I'm not asking him tough questions. Right. Uh, yeah, like not everything has to be like what people think the stereotype of sports talk radio is. And that's the thing like saying the word interview, I've always viewed it as 
a conversation. It's it's not an interview. Where like so I've been through three iterations of shows like doing the weekly hit with Joe and this is easily the most like naturally conversational it's been over and, those And I three think that's years. a byproduct of me being a solo host. Yeah. Yeah. I only 100%. have to worry about one train of thought and absolutely. that's all Joe has to worry about too either. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it, it just it just makes it easy and just yeah, he answers everything. Like if Joe did something like this isn't Joe's nature, but if he did something terrible that deserved more of an interrogating style, it would be done as such. But it's not like Joe is out there doing, you know, doing things that other people involved in the Cubs organization, how they would be treated if they were necessarily on the show. I just really liked it. I I feel like it's been um I really hope he's back, man. For for selfish reasons. For mm-hmm. the reasons of the show, I hope it's back. But yeah. But I mean, it's also fair to say maybe it may be time sure. for them to you know make that split. Sure, and it will be perfectly understandable. And then we have to figure something out. Yeah, for it. Yeah. So will Theo. So will Theo. Well, boys, thanks for this. This is fantastic. So are we going to do this every week or no? I'm down. Sure. All right. I mean, you don't have to say that. I mean, if you guys don't want to do it, no, 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 no. no I want to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, then, then we'll we'll figure out. I don't know what to call this or whatever, but. <laughs> That's Rick Camp, and that's Tony Gill, and they're the production staff for the show. You should listen every day, noon to 2, on The Score, and you should subscribe to this podcast, and you should follow. Where can they follow you guys? At Rick Camp 670. Uh, Tony Gill 670. So follow those guys on Twitter as well. I will talk to you next time with Loho Daily. We appreciate you listening.